Welcome to Lessons from Life, the podcast that gleams profound life lessons from everyday life stories. Hosted by Dustin Fenton and Brandon Hill. Listeners, thanks for joining us again for another episode. Uh, we're excited to be here. We've got a special guest with us. Before we done to that, Brandon, how are you doing? You're in a, a new location. Yeah, I'm doing well. I've moved to Oklahoma, and it's exciting to be here. And hopefully, we'll learn some new stories from this part of the country as well. That's great. Well, today we've got Brett Lyle. Brett and I met a little bit, uh, kind of randomly, through the power of LinkedIn. I saw a video she had posted there where she was just offering to help somebody do some update in their resume and their career and uh, just really trying to be helpful. I thought, wow, that is just a, even a great story right there. And she kind of drew some lessons out of it. And I reached out to her blindly. I didn't know Brett uh, before that. I just appreciate her, thanked her for her story. And here we are on the podcast. And so Brett, I, I'm wondering if you just give us a little bit of your background and introduce yourself a little bit to what you do now. Sure. Thanks, Justin. No, I definitely appreciate being on the podcast and I love storytelling. As you said, it, you know, I think there's life lessons everywhere and you really kind of open your eyes and, and look for them and seek them out. And that's one of the things that I help people do is connect on LinkedIn. And how do you network with people that are similar to you? So I think it's a beautiful testament to really what I kind of coach about networking and, and how to use those algorithms and platforms to really build meaningful connections. So hmm. I think it's really cool. And I'm, I'm glad to be here. Thanks, guys. Brett, you run a coaching business. Is that correct? What's how, how would someone get a hold of you? And we can even put that in the show notes. Sure. No, I'm happy to talk about it. That's actually a, my website is just my name. It's www.brettbrettlyle.com. And you can find some of my kind of coaching services there. I'm always available on LinkedIn and on the other social media platforms. Brett Lyle coaching is uh, pretty consistent. So should be easy to find. That's the goal. So maybe just jump right in and tell us a story tonight. Sure. Justin, my experience is in healthcare. So specifically in EMS, pre-hospital I'm born and raised in Texas, went to Texas A&M, have to plug that, Giga Maggie's whoop. <laughs> so I was a communication major and an English minor and knew I wanted to be in some version of sales and uh, graduated college in 2009. And so they, uh, you know, Forbes had come out and said it was the worst year to graduate since <laughs> the depression. You know, fast forward, they're probably saying the same thing now, but it was a tough year to graduate, you know, with, with a, a lot of layoffs and had to figure out where to go. I kind of landed in EMS, did business development in healthcare. So private ambulance and air and ground ambulance and mm. did some business, you know, proposal writing and RFP responses and those type of things. A lot of contract management with hospitals and healthcare systems and cities. And so that's kind of my professional career. Um, but the, the interesting story that I want to share with you guys is really related to uh, the transition kind of after that. I'm only 33. I just turned 33 in May, but I've already kind of gone through the first iteration of my career and I'm working on the second. Brett 2.0, what's that look like? Yeah, great question. Um, so really kind of, was kind of a hard, what am I going to do with my life at 30 and had a really unique opportunity to, to redefine that. I think like a lot of people, I didn't know what that looked like and it was scary. And, and at first, you know, you go through every emotion, right? When you, when you're going through a career transition, 
from scared to excited, afraid, and then you get a little bit of anxious and then mm. you get really comfortable and, and all that. And so the, the interesting, I guess, if there was a, a story to share was I had a, a year long non-compete trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. I uprooted and moved to the beach, was, you know, working retail jobs and, and protecting my time, frankly, uh, while I figured out what my next step was. And in that had made a network connection with a friend at a technology company, which was way outside of the experience I had done. Got an interview, went on this interview process. And I think I gave all the background and the story, the story is very short, but it came down to been about a year I'd been out of healthcare out of corporate America, working kind of retail jobs and, and doing a little bit of coaching, decided I'd, I wanted to write a book. Um, so I'd started laying the foundation for what that was going to look like. I was doing a ton of things, super excited about all of it. And I had this opportunity to go through an interview process with this organization. It was very on par for my capabilities, very comfortable with what it was. It was interesting because that day I very, very rarely get sick. If I do, it's more like running 90 miles an hour and I get tired and my body just goes, okay, time to rest, take a break, slow, slow your roll. <laughs> I was physically sick, right? I had to go to this interview and it was up in, in the Northeast. I'm from the South. So I had to fly up the night before it was snowing which was foreign to me. Mm -hmm. I've lived in Texas and Florida and Arizona. I don't do <laughs> snow. <laughs> so I get up there. It's a 10 person interview, eight hour day, you know, not feeling great. And they put me in this little room, just physically small room. It was so hot. I just remember the heater was running. I was sweating, you know, perspiring like crazy. I'm so nervous. It was one of those roles. It was a high enough position in the organization where I had to put together a sales pitch on a product. And again, you know, mind you, I don't know this industry very well. So it was already a challenge to begin with. I wasn't feeling well. I didn't know who I was pitching to. Mm. Anyway, it was a very stressful interview. But I got through this interview and I was doing my pitch and it was two people, which I will argue is more stressful than if it were 10. Right. And, you know, halfway through, I'm really proud of my product. And I, I end up, you know, going through, I think it went well, but not great. Probably running a fever, sneezing and coughing. This guy looks at me dead in the face and he goes, Brett, you are an entrepreneur. And I think my energy for the first time, you know, in that seven, eight hour day, I'm sure I lit up, right? Mm. My, I felt my grin ear to ear and no one had ever recognized that in me before. Mm. And I'm sure very quickly after <laughs> my face probably went, oh, because <laughs> mm. I had an interview in corporate America being told by the hiring manager that I'm an entrepreneur, right? right. So right. in my mind, this is, like the end of the interview okay great yeah I am and and so I only know that my face said that I can't hide my emotions that because he goes oh no no that's a good thing and I thought yeah okay buddy whatever <laughs> you know, moral of the story I did not get the job wow how do you turn around from what seemed to be a failed interview and go from there. You know what? I think failure is our biggest opportunity to learn. Mm. It was in one hand, if you look at it from a very high level, as you said, it, it was a failed interview, right? I didn't get the job. And, and so did it affect me? Did I feel? Of course, it's part of the process. But I think what I felt 
more than anything was someone had seen something in me mm-hmm. that I hadn't yet validated. Mm-hmm. What I took from that is sometimes we get in our own way. And more often than not, people see things in us that we don't always see. And so hearing this man tell me that I'm an entrepreneur and he knew me from nobody, he'd known me for 20 minutes, to see that in me lit a fire in me. Because I am an entrepreneur and anything that I'm gonna do from here on out is gonna be based on that spirit because I wasn't pitching that, right? I wasn't Mm. flaunting, I didn't say a word to that man about all these other things. I didn't mention my coaching. I didn't mention my book. I didn't mention, you know, any of these other things that I've been doing, these other ventures or or things that I'm excited about. And he still saw it because the lesson is really people will see things in you, even if you don't see it in yourself. And Mm -hmm. I just think that's incredible thing. So it really was a huge turning point for my career because you can't hide from, from that passion. And that, that passion is, is what fuels me as a coach. And that's what I coach people on now, because I went through that experience to be able to help other people find that thing that sets the fire in them, that thing mm-hmm. that makes them grin from ear to ear and light the room up even when they're running a fever in a stressful, <laughs> intense mm-hmm. situation. What's that thing that makes them light up and spark them? Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's where I'm passionate. And so I think sharing that story and sharing that experience is about showing other people and helping other people find that in themselves. Mm-hmm. I think you said a couple of things that were really telling there. One, you had to be honest with yourself mm-hmm. and you couldn't, obviously you had to be honest with yourself that it was disappointing. That it was an interview. You tried real hard to get it. But the other side of that coin, as you said, was that you had to be honest with yourself that this is who you are. This is what sparked this is what lit you up in that way. I like that. And then, and then the fact that sometimes we get in our own way uh, from doing that is just a, a really unique observation in coaching. You oftentimes use a reference of like, wow, that's, you know, it's like somebody reading my label, right? Is yes. how a, a coach he feels. And that's, that's what that guy did to you. He felt yes. like you, you felt like he was reading, you know, you're like a jelly jar or whatever. Yes. And he's like, you know what? this jar is full of entrepreneur, not a, a salesperson or whatever right. you were trying to interview for. So right. um, the fact that, uh, you know, anyone can speak that into you if you're really lighting that up and showing that is pretty good observation. You know, we may have some listeners that are like, I have no idea what I'm doing and, and I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be doing. I, I am applying for these sales jobs and I don't like it sales. It's just when I, I went to school for sales or went sure. to school for education. So I'm a teacher and I don't want to be a teacher or whatever. How do you discover what lights you up if you just don't know and you're, and you're kind of stuck in the rut of what you've done? Sure. No, I think a lot of people are stuck in that rut and it's a, that's the million dollar question, right? How do you figure out what your thing is? And frankly, I am a huge believer in just brainstorming and thinking through and finding commonalities. And I think starting with questions like, what are the things you're most proud of? What are your biggest accomplishments? And when you don't put a frame around it and say, what are your biggest professional accomplishments? Just what are your accomplishments, right? you meet someone, a stranger, and you're talking about your life, what do you share? And looking for things, underlying themes within those, within that context. What feelings came from that? What drives you is right in front of you. Everything that you've done, when you make big life decisions, there's reasons you make those decisions and not the other. And so looking at those decision points to say, when I came to this crossroad, this is the path I chose. 
and really diving deep into why. My big belief, you hear people say why not all the time. I do not believe in why not. I believe in why yes. We don't make decisions based on why we wouldn't do something. We, there could be a million reasons why you should not do it. But if there's one good enough reason, you'll do it. Mm. And so finding that one driving reason that is the real mm. thing, that's what pushed you forward, that's what got you to where you were going, identifying that is really hard because it's like an onion. There's so many layers, right? You took the job because it pays the bills. It, it was good money. It was what you knew. It was what you should do. It's what your peers were doing. There's a million reasons, you know, why we do the things we do, but really getting to the heart of what was the real reason? It's not money. It's never money. Mm. So, so it may be money that provides something else, right? Does money give you security? Does it give you peace of mind? Does it give you a feeling of control or power or authority? I mean, there's, there's something bigger. It's not about a title. It's about a feeling. And so really being able to take your brain and dive into all those things, whether that's just a list form or a conversation with a coach who can draw that out of you to say, tell me more about this. Why did you do this? What did this look like? How did that make you feel? For example, one of the things I was trying to figure out most recently was where do I want to be geographically? I took a notepad, took my journal, and really dove into where am I the happiest? Where do I feel fulfilled? And I looked at those moments, and the, the clarity was in just comparing what were those moments physically, how did I feel? Where was I? What was the temperature? You know, was it a mental clarity or was it a mental engagement or was it a slowdown? And, and so filtering through all those things. And, and I think sometimes those exercises take doing them multiple times because when you feel a certain way, you bring that lens. And so kind of what I was getting to before is a lot of times when we do this stuff ourselves and we don't reach out, we don't talk to others or we don't, you know, have a coach or have a mentor or have a peer who we trust or a confidant and we're just trying to do it on our own, we get stuck. Mm-hmm. I think that's been, you know, the big life lesson has been don't be afraid to share and to talk through things and experience the the feelings and the moments to be able to get to where you're going. I think you have to do that. You know, that's the lesson that you shared on that video that I saw on LinkedIn is that you had to be kind of in the moment Mm -hmm. and not to be afraid of what the outcome might be and put yourself out there. And what you're saying there is even put yourself out to yourself and to be a student of yourself and to not be accidental with that as so often we do. So that's Mm -hmm. a good, a good reminder. It reminds me of a quote, and I don't know who it's attributed to, or, but it goes something like this. The greatest distance of personal travel was between their, their head and their heart. Ooh. Your head may say, you know, I really want to do this. Or alternatively, your heart may say, I really want to do this. How do right. I go about doing that? That's powerful. Things look and feel differently based on where we are in our life and times. And again, so what my journal, what I come to thinking this is the thing that's going to make me feel fulfilled and successful is going to look differently sometimes even from today to tomorrow. And so revisiting those things and engaging with maybe different people, or maybe it's the same person, somebody who knows you and and that you've worked with before, who can see something in you, just like that gentleman did with me. He saw something in me that I knew was there, 
but it hadn't been verbalized. I hadn't embraced it to be where I wanted to go. There's a piece of, of advice that I would offer. It's to give yourself some grace and allow yourself to evolve based on you know, the world around you, the things that happen. Sometimes things happen that change us and that's okay. Yeah, Brett, I've had several times in my life when people have said things to me that I haven't forgotten. Some mm -hmm. of them as long as 30 years ago and some of them just within the last few months. And I thought, oh man, I needed to hear that. Mm -hmm. I, I want to challenge us too, though, is I've had several instances where I've said to myself, I really need to say something to that person. And then I don't because I'm like, they're going to think I'm crazy. But when I have done it, th there's been mixed reactions. Sometimes people are like, I needed to hear that right now. Other times they get mad at me and walk away. But in the long run, every time, eventually the person has come back and said, boy, I really need to hear that. And I've, I've got some stories we could share in, in later episodes. So we need to have the confidence to say, you know, it's worth saying these things to people because it could be life changing for them. Certainly want to say thank you for sharing your story and man, lots of wisdom. It's been really good to, to engage with this. I certainly feel like I'm inspired to listen more carefully to what people are saying to me as they speak into my life and also be braver with sharing what I see in other people's lives. So thank you for spending time with us this week. Yeah, thank you, gentlemen. It was nice talking with you and warms my heart to know that I can affect anybody with my award. So thank you for listening and being a part of my relationship. I'm grateful for that. Thanks for listening to Lessons from Life. We hope that you have learned a lesson today that will help you to be more fulfilled in life's journey. If you were inspired by today's episode, please subscribe and review. You can find Lessons from Life at LessonsFromLifeForYou.com. That is with the number four and the letter U. You can also find links to all of our social media on our website. We would love to hear the valuable lessons that you have learned from your life experiences.